Hello, and thank you for joining me for tonight's postcast. The Jazz dropped a game to the Orlando Magic 107-100. Before we get into it, if you could either, if you could like, comment, subscribe, and share wherever you're watching, that would be greatly appreciated. So the Jazz's weekend in Florida was, you know, not the type of weekend I think any of us want to have in Florida after losing um, in a close game after the comeback last night to the Heat. And then tonight they were down big early to, to Orlando, but were able to come back and frankly, by the end of the third quarter, looked like they were going to put it away, but they ran out of gas, which you really don't want to see them do against the Orlando Magic. You know, they're a young team with some promising talent, but they are still a bottom of the barrel kind of dregs of the Eastern Conference team. So not super happy with this overall. Now, to be fair, the Jazz have played 10 games so far this season, and none of those games have been in the same place. So they've had three home games, yes, but all of those games, but um, they played their first game against Oklahoma City, then flew out for game two. They came back for Denver, then flew out. Came back at one point for the Kings, then flew out. So they have been all over the place for the last two, three weeks. And that has, I'd imagine, been really rough on the team as a whole. So they're about to start a five-game homestand, and um, 10 of their next 12 games are going to be at home. Then after those 12 games, they will have a four-game road stretch before having six um, games at home, ending with with the Christmas Day game against the Dallas Mavericks. So yes, definitely has not been the weekend we wish the Jazz had. Um, Tonight was abysmal and frankly showed a lot of the reasons why there's concern going forward for Utah. But overall, it has it has been a rough start for the season and a physically demanding um, start to the season so far. So not a great loss, but the Jazz were going to drop a game to a bad team at some point this year. I think all of us just hoped to have that not happen for a while. Um, the biggest takeaway from this game for me, other than the rest factor and how busy the first 10 games of the season have been for the Jazz is that their three-point shooting has just been abysmal this year. Looking at last season where they had multiple players shooting close to, if not over 40% to start the year, and they were just looking to put on one of the best three-point shooting seasons of all time. Um, And then this year where, let me pull up the stats so I've got everything right. Um, Here we go. Okay. So Joe Ingles leads the team with averaging five attempts a game at 49%. So great. Um, Mike Conley um, follows averaging seven attempts per game um, at at over 45%. Awesome. Didn't have him tonight, but still great. Then all the way down to Royce O'Neal averaging 3.8 attempts at 32%. um, Followed by Bojan also at 32%. Mitchell at 32%. Um, Pascal averaging just over two per, um, two attempts at 28%, Clarkson at 22%. And that is just frankly something the Jazz cannot have and be a winning team. I mean, Donovan shooting just under 32%, averaging over 10 attempts. I mean, we saw it tonight. The Jazz lost by seven. Um, let me double check and make sure I have their exact three-point shooting percentage tonight. Um, 
They lost by seven, shooting thirteen, shooting nineteen percent from three on eight of forty-two shooting. Like, if you had told me the Jazz had won this game, I would have been shocked. If the Jazz shoot, you know, twenty-five percent, they win. It's a seven-point game, and there's been lots of discussion about the ball on the change in sponsors, and I really haven't seen any players talk about it. I've heard that some have, but. I feel like if that was causing the league-wide dip in three-point shooting, there would be a lot more discussion about it. Um, I've heard that it was still a shorter off-season, you know, um, still cramming, still players are a bit tired, which still feels a bit off because it was a short off-season last, last season, and we did not see this issue. Um, the other thing that I've heard is that switching to having um, players, sorry, Fans in the stands every game might be changing something. And I don't know. I know overall the league has seen a dip in three-point shooting. Some of that definitely has to do with the change of the um, Trey Young, James Harden rule on how you can just kind of dive into players and get free throws, but still not to the tune of the Jazz as a team shooting around 33% and the majority of their players shooting under 33%. So overall, I do think the Jazz are going to, snap back into it and start making their threes. And I'm really hoping that having a lot of games at home and being able to not have to worry about putting as as much time into travel will help them out. But that's my big takeaway. I mean, you have Clarkson who looked like he broke out of his streak in the second half against the Hawks, but had a pretty bad night last night and was two for 11 from three tonight. It's something the Jazz have to figure out. And I don't know what it is. I feel like they have good looks and that they're just not going in. So hopefully it's just, you know, a 10-game slump that the Jazz break out of here eventually. But it is really concerning for Utah how poor their three-point shooting has been to start the year. And the fact that they're 7-3 and with that percentage, I mean, I know this weekend was disappointing, but Jazz fans should be thrilled because, honestly, I would have thought that the Jazz would have had one of the worst you know, not a top five offense, probably bottom half of the league offense and would be hopeful to be at five and five right now shooting the percentages that they have from three. So thankfully you can win and move on. Tonight was again, a really bad loss, but the Jazz are going to have to move on from that. Um, The Jazz have missed Mike, frankly. He sat out two games um, this year so far, both of those in back-to-backs. I'm not a doctor, but from my understanding, that is the best thing for the Jazz to do is to sit Mike. So um, in these back-to-back game, in these back-to-back games, and not put as much of um, as much stress on his body. So the Jazz are going to continue to do that, and you'd think they would have been able to pick up a win against Orlando without Mike, but obviously that wasn't the case. And I do have to give shout out to um, Rudy Gobert. He did end the night on negative two in the plus-minus. But he led the team with 15 boards and led the team with 21 points um, scoring. So Mitchell also put up 21. And it's awesome to see Gobert put up those points. You know, he was, well, 7 of 9 from the field and 7 of 8 from the line. Overall, great game from Gobert. And I think that Gobert putting up 20 is going to be a positive for the Jazz most nights. But if Gobert is ever the leading scorer, I do think that uh, that that is quite concerning for the Jazz as a whole. So lots of takeaways from this, but Jazz are going to get a fly back um, to Utah tonight. 
sleep in their own beds for the first time in a bit and do that for the next couple of weeks here. So hopefully that will help them be able to get back in their groove and be able to push back to um, get back to the top of the West. So thank you guys so much for watching. Again, please leave a comment. We love to interact with you there. Like if you liked the video, um, share. We're trying to get as many followers as we can. And so if you haven't followed yet, wherever you're at, please do. We really appreciate it. So thank you guys so much. See you on Tuesday night when the Jazz face off against the Hawks and go Utah.